Hey, it's Tony Sincata here. Tony Sincata, you're listening to DFS Golf with Tony. My name is Tony. How are we doing today? We got the Texas Valero Open this week, and I got to tell you, I didn't think we'd have a great field. Masters is the following week, but guess what? We got a decent field, a decent field this week. We got a golf course plays over 7,400 yards, got some huge long par fives that make it seem a lot longer it is. It's a big course for driving distance, driving distance. We're going to go over some of what we're going to be looking for to be successful this week and driving distance is certainly going to come into play. Secondly, how about last week, match play? We gave you Billy Horschel here over at iLogic Media. I was on another show Tuesday night with Johnny and the guys, and guess what happened? We gave you a couple other good plays. So if you're checking out your golf information over here, you're doing well, and we're going to do well this week. First off, let's look at what I'll be looking at this week and what I will be looking pertaining to success at this course. First one I said is driving distance. When you get your algorithms together, when you get your your spreadsheets together, I went 25% in driving distance. You got to hammer the ball at this course. You got to take advantage of those power fours that are 450. And you also have to take advantage and those have to be birdie holes on these long par fives. Then I went, of course, par four scoring. 400 to 450. I just talked about it. Uh, shots gained, T to green coming to play. Shots gained, par five, but I have it at a lower weight. I'll go over those weightages I've put them at in just a minute. Greens and regulations gained, and then also good drives gained, very small amount. So I put my 25% in driving distance. 18% of what I'm looking for in statistical data is going to come from 400 to 450. On par fours, shots tee to green, 15%. Par fives, 13%. Greens and regulations gain 12%. Arg, I'll always throw that in a little, 10%. And then good drives gain, which we don't usually go because some of these guys hit it long. Nobody stays in the fairway. But you get a little bit of advantage for here for sure in the Valero Open. So I'm going to go 7%. And you start off and you say, Tony, by far. The man in this field is Dustin Johnson. We got to play Dustin Johnson. And we're going to give you information on this show on how to put together a single entry lineup. If I was sitting here telling you and you're putting 20 lineups together and you didn't and you wanted to go Dustin Johnson, I'd be a fool to tell you not to go Dustin Johnson, right? But here it is, 11,800, and we could see if he even gets out of the field by then. Uh, this is a guy that was not supposed to be in the field. He was out early in match play, then all of a sudden he's playing the Valero Open. I'm going to go without him, and in my model, Tony Finau does not show up well at 11,000. So I'm going to let the first two guys out this week in my single-entry lineups. All right, I'm going to let them out in the high price tags. So you say, Tony, where are we going to start this week? I gave you the model. The first guy that shows up in my model is Dustin Johnson. Now, the second guy is not a guy that you absolutely have to have in your lineup by any stretch of the imagination. 
but a guy that shows up in the model, not playing that well, has had some success at this course, and has had some failure. Jason Headley is the number two guy in my model. I gave you the statistics I was looking for. I gave you the last 24 rounds. And the one thing I did, my statistical model, is Texas is known for heavy winds. You play on golf courses with big wind. I'm going to take for granted on Monday, recording this, that we will have heavy winds in this contest. And I did put wind elements into play here. So we'll see if that plays out. And in my model, the number one guy, Dustin Johnson, regardless of salary, right? He's the guy. With salary, he's the guy. He's the guy that I think will be owned 50% in this contest. 50% the way he's been playing, I'll stay away. But I'll go with Mr. Chase and Headley. Driving distance, he's 10th out of this field. Uh, power four is 400 to 450. He's eighth in the field. Shots gained T to green. He's 24th in the field. Greens and regulations gained. He's 24th in this field. Good drives gained. He's eighth in this field. Jason Headley is coming at a small price here at $6,600. He is the guy that we're putting in our lineup and starting things off with. He didn't make the cut last time out. Tied for 20th. Didn't make the cut. Tied for fourth in his last four appearances here. So we have two top four finishes, two missed cuts, and the guy hits our statistical model. Next up is a guy that's either going to win this thing or could miss the cut, and you never know. We got to pay $9,500 for him. He's coming third in my model, Corey Connors. Corey Connors absolutely crushes the ball, right? 48th in driving distance in this field. Number one, number one. Par fours, 450 yards. Number 14, shot gain T to green. Sixth in greens and regulations gained. 35 in good drives gained. Corey Connors won this event in 2019. Number three in the model. Now you say, where do we go next? Next is not a guy that's had any success at this course or played at this course, but he is cheap. He comes from South Africa. We don't mention his name a lot. And he's hit or miss in a big way. Charles Swartzel. This is a guy that's only $6,700. He has three top 25s. Three top 25s in the 2021 season. He's made the cut seven times. He's missed the cut six times. Could go anywhere with Charles Swartzel. But like with a lot of these European players, he sets up well with the win game and it helps some of his elements. Tied for 53rd in the Honda Classic, missed the cut at the Players' Championship, missed the cut at Arnold Palmer, 62nd at the Genesis, missed the cut at Waste Management, Farmers Insurance 18th, American Express 54th. What is career highlights for this season, right? What did he get it done? He's having a tough time, right? But Charles Swartzel, if we look at it, he hits all the boxes in what we're looking for. 16th driving distance, 64th in power fours, 400 to 450. He's 31st shots tee to green, 12th shots gained on par fives, 49th in greens and regulations gained, 6th in arc driving distance, 46th. He is in the top 
half of this 150 player field in every single one of those statistics. So when you weigh them all together, we're looking at a guy that should make the cut and we're looking at a guy that we're going to pay 6,700 bucks for. Charles Schwartzel, that's where we're at, baby. He's the next guy on our list. And now the next guy is a guy that I absolutely love, one of my favorite golfers. And it gets a little tough paying 9,200 bucks for him, but he's playing pretty well lately. And he plays pretty well on Texas courses, and that's Charlie Hoffman. Came second in this event last year, tied for 64th, tied for 40th, won the event four years ago, and tied for 11th. So he's had success at this course. He comes at number five at my model. He's 17th in driving distance, 20th in uh, par fours scoring. He's shots tee to green. He's eighth. 19 shot games, part five. The one negative on Charlie Hoffman, he's 83rd in greens and regulation gained and good drives. He's 73rd. So you see him hit the ball long. You see him in those categories. We see success at this course. We're going to pay 9,200 for Charlie Hoffman. Now you say, Tony, where do I go next? Well, it's a guy you've heard a lot on this show lately. And it's a guy that uh, is playing some good golf lady, and that's Christian Kirk. He missed the cut here last year, but 2008, uh, 2018 eighth, missed the cut, tied for 13th and eighth. So in the last five years, he had three top 13s. You look at Kirk and you say, Tony, what can I get from Christian Kirk? Where can he get me? Well, he's number eight in my model. He's first, first in par four scoring 400 yards to 450. He's ninth shots tee to green, 24th on par fives and second in ARG. We're going a little Christian Kirk. And how do we round it out? There's a guy that I like, but I'll tell you what. We play $7,200, and we like this guy. Now we got to pay more at uh, $9,400 for Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer comes in my model at 32nd, 58th, 3rd in shots gained, tee to green, 11th shots gained, par 5, 16th greens and regulations gained, 23rd good greens, uh, good driving distance. So he's sixth overall in my model, and he is the final guy that we are putting in our lineup this week. There you have it, the Texas Valero Open. We're going with Corey Connors, uh, 9,500. Chasing Headley is a guy you get on the cheap, and we got good course history. Checks all the boxes. Cheap money play. Christian Kirk, 8,600. Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson's not in our lineup. And we're moving back down to Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer and Charles Schwartzel. You're listening to DFS Golf with Tony. Uh, check out all the great shows at ilogicmedia.com. We got more golf tomorrow night, about 9.30, right here on Facebook, iLogic Media, uh, YouTube, wherever you find it. And I might drop by again. So we'll check it out. We'll see how that goes. Absolutely. Do what you can to like the shows, subscribe to all the shows. Heck, you don't have to pay for it. You get it for free. Just do a little thing and tell them you love the shows. Bang it away and say, hey, we all make money together. We all love each other together. And heck, if you don't like golf and you like other things, they got cooking shows. They got guys that play the video games at iLogic Media. They got guys, I think, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a palm reader. I don't know how they're going to read each other's palm through the PC, but these guys are amazing. They find ways to do anything. So I can't wait to the palm reading show. 
It's Tony Sakai, DFS golfer. Tony, good luck. We're out of here.